In the Gospel of Mark, we come across a blind man who has a wonderful walk of faith. Now let's turn our Bibles to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, and take a look at this man of faith. His name is Bartimaeus. He's one of the few people named that are healed by Jesus. You know, it's interesting. Most of the people that are healed by Jesus, we never know their names. But, but this man, we, it's given. Uh, Bartimaeus is his name. When we look in the Gospel of Mark, Mark has a great focus on miracles. In fact, about 30% of Mark will center on the miracles of Jesus, much more so in the other Gospels. If you take out uh, the passion narrative, then about 50% deals with miracles. But let's look at his experience in chapter 10. We're going to pick up at verse 46. So stand with me as we read God's word. But here Mark tells us they came to Jericho and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. <coughs> and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. That is so needed. I'm going to hold there, and we'll refer to other verses as we come across them. I've been fighting a cold coming back. I need to save my voice as much as I can. But let's pray. Father, we thank you for the witness of this man. <coughs> And Lord, may his life speak to us this morning, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. Helen Keller, who was born blind, she said, <coughs> It gives me deep comfort that the things seen are temporal and the things unseen are eternal. And they are. What was there in the faith of Bartimaeus that he saw the eternal? He had a faith first that saw the open door. Have you ever been looking for something and it was right in front of you all the time? Uh, that, that, that's frustrating. You know, and we do that, don't we? Uh, I know the expression was often said, if it was a bear, it would have bit you. Uh, it took me a while to comprehend what that meant. It's one of those things that kind of hard to figure out. But many times, the workings of God are in plain sight. And people, even Christians, fail to see them. But his works are right there, right in plain sight. Uh, Helen Keller says the most pathetic person in the world is someone who has sight but no vision. And we see that two men of great vision in the New Testament are both blind. This man, blind Bartimaeus, 
and the blind man of John 9. Both men had great vision. We look at blind Bartimaeus and he had every reason, uh, excuse, not to see the hand of God. First, he, he was blind physically, uh, a difficult disability. You know, any disability is difficult. But to be blind would be really tough. We're such a visual-centered world. Uh, today, in the ancient world, it's, it's always been that way. It's interesting in Genesis 3 what Satan appealed to with Eve. Uh, there in Genesis it tells us that Eve saw the saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes. So we're so visual-centered. He also sat by the roadside, a common sight. He just kind of blended into the scenery because he saw, such a, saw people begging everywhere in that time. It's just kind of like when we drive around today, we see the street corners, we got the usual people with a sign asking for something. They become part of the scenery. And he begged. He was poor. And, and many ignored him, so everything was against him. Bartimaeus was blind, but he was not stupid. He had a faith that saw an open door. Uh, more accurately, he had ears that heard the open door. Because you look at verse 47. He heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth. And he began to cry out. Sitting there in the highway. Jesus would often say, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. A bar blind Bartimaeus was listening. <coughs> he heard specifically that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. He'd been listening to people talk about Jesus, his preaching, his teaching, his works of wonder, the miracles. He, he listened. He heard what people talked about. And now the miracle worker was within shouting distance of blind Bartimaeus. And he began to cry out. Weist puts it, translates this verse, having heard that it was Jesus, the Jesus from Nazareth, he began to keep on crying out and saying, Son of David, Jesus, have mercy upon me at once. You see, he could have been feeling so sorry for himself and so focused on self that he missed Jesus coming by. But he didn't. He was listening. He had great spiritual eyes. And this miracle, it's the last healing miracle in Mark. Jesus will do no more. This is the last one. And here's a man who understood who Jesus was, and he seized the moment. Jesus would be coming by, and blind Bartimaeus knew it was now or never. You know, it tells us to always be on the lookout 
for the hand and presence of God. Be aware of, of the open door for a blessing. Look to, for the open door to be a blessing. But be sensitive to the hand of God. Don't overlook it. Blind Bartimaeus saw it. So he had a faith that saw the open door. <coughs> he also had a faith that, that stood firm in opposition. Look at verse 48 and the reaction of the crowd. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Now, now notice, it was many that told him to be quiet. To hold his peace. Not a few. So he had a lot of people against him. A majority. A and they charged him. They rebuked him. Hold your peace. And if you notice, blind Bartimaeus, he did not even slow down or back off. He shouted, cried out all the more. In, in fact, the Greek construction indicates that Bartimaeus kept on crying out to Jesus. And he probably would have kept on crying out until he lost his voice. He wasn't going to quit. And that brings us a truth that, that the moment we step out in faith, the moment we act in faith, the moment we reach out to God, opposition will come about. We will encounter obstacles Things will come that will try to kill our faith. <clears throat> and we see many tried to rob this man of seeing Jesus. He was all alone. We don't see of anyone standing up saying, No, look, this guy has a, has a need here. Let's bring him to Jesus. We don't see that. They're all telling him to shut up. He's all alone. No one took his side. And yet he stood his ground. He was going to let a bunch of negative, critical people rob him of his blessing, his chance, and his, hinder him seeing Jesus. Uh, I always like the story of Robert Fulton when he made his first steamboat. Uh, he had a lot of critical, uh, bunch of critics that were standing on the shore as he was preparing to fire up that steamboat. And they're standing on the shore yelling out, it will never start, it will never start. And then it started up, and it started to move. Then they changed their chant, it will never stop, it will never stop. You know, that, that's just the way people are. Satan will use every negative thing he can throw at us to hinder our faith. To make us miss walking with Jesus. <coughs> He'll use cares of the world. Might use family. Relatives. Friends. <coughs> finances. Weariness. Weakness. 
discouragement, all those things. Just don't let them do you in. Stay walking with Jesus. Stand firm. Be diligent. And Bartimaeus stood firm. <coughs> Let me just say, our church helps us stand against the negative clatter of the world. That's why your church family is so important. Because when we get together as God's people, one, we get to hear music, blessed by our choir, uh, singing songs, uh, hymns. And that lifts our heart. Love being together with people and, and singing together. There's just something special about that. Uh, prayer, appreciate the prayers of our people and hearing others pray and lift us up before God. Uh, in God's house, we become uh, convicted what's right and what's wrong, what needs to be changed, and how we can step towards righteousness. Our faith is built up as we hear a, a lesson taught in Sunday school, as we hear God's Word preached and read before us. Our faith is built up. We're encouraged by the fellowship of other believers. And here we have open doors to put our faith to work. It's hard to walk the Christian faith alone. But together in a church family, and that's the way God designed it, we can stay strong and encourage others. Because some weeks we're going to feel weak. And that's when we need to be with God's people so they can strengthen us and lift us up. Other weeks, we're going to feel strong, and we need to be there with God's people so we can encourage others that are struggling. That church family is so important. But there will be times when we are alone. Stand firm. Do what God tells you. So we see that a faith of Bartimaeus saw the open door. It stood firm in opposition. And he had a faith that stepped swiftly to action. Uh, William Barclay points out that certain chances happen only once. He's right. Uh, sometimes we have a wave of longing to abandon uh, some habit. Sometimes we have it pressed upon our heart <coughs> that we need to give ourselves more completely to Christ. And so often, we don't act on it. We may be standing in church and the Holy Spirit tells us, you, you need to do a certain thing. You need to make a certain decision. You, make a, you need to make a change and draw close to me. And, and we say to ourselves, yeah, uh, but I'm going to wait. And that opportunity kind of passes. We don't act on it. And, and, and the chance may be gone never to come back. But let's look at Bartimaeus. 
He cries out. And in verse 49, Jesus stood still, commanded him to be called, and they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Jesus heard his cry, stood still, called for the man. And he'll do the same for us. If we call out, Jesus will stand still. And he'll call for us. But look what blind Bartimaeus did in verse 50. He threw his cloak aside, casting away his garment. Uh, the word there for garment uh, speaks of a cloak, probably his only possession of value. It's what kept him warm. It's what he used to sleep in. And he cast it aside. His only possession. And he throws it aside. Because only Jesus mattered now. And he didn't want that to hinder him. And trip him up. Possessions meant nothing to him. To possessing Jesus. And he cast it aside. What's interesting, if you look earlier in this chapter, we find the rich young ruler who would not give up anything to follow Jesus. And he'll walk away from Jesus. The blind man, he, he lays it all aside and follows Jesus. And notice his quick reaction. He rose. Philip's words that he jumped to his feet. That word rose means to jump up, to spring up. It was quick. There's no dragging the feet. It was a 100% all-in commitment. And then he gave his need to Jesus. Verse 51, Jesus answered, said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. I want to see. And he gave it to Jesus. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. It's like the preacher said, if we're going to do anything for Jesus, do it now. Do it now. We look at the heroes of faith. They are marked by quickness of obedience. Noah was told to build an ark. He got to it. Took him 120 years, but he started. To Abraham, God said, leave your home and go to a land that I'll show you. And he got up and he did. Moses came to a moment that he had to choose if he's going to be a Hebrew. And he did. Rahab, in a quick moment, had to decide to protect or turn in the two spies. 
And she quickly decided to receive the spies and protect them, and she saved herself and her family. Joseph, the earthly father of Jesus, I believe that's why God picked Joseph, because he looked at his heart and saw a heart of obedience, because when Jesus was born, God told him to get up in the night, move your family, because Herod is coming for the child. And Joseph, without hesitation, did it. He was a man of obedience. And how about Zacchaeus? The man short of stature. Jesus said, Zacchaeus, come down from that tree. And he quickly came down and had Jesus in his home. Obedience. Quickly. I love the simple definition of faith. Forsaking all, I take him. And that's what blind Bartimaeus did. He forsaked, laid aside everything he had, and he took Jesus. Maybe God is speaking to heart today. Do you need to come? You just need to give Jesus first place? You need to lay aside everything else and just trust in Him. You come. I'm going to bring our team back up, Jonathan, Leilan, and Sarah. We're going to sing, Open my eyes, Lord, that I may see. What is God speaking today? Is He touching a heart? Let's stand as we sing our invitation.